KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Friday, May 28th. Busy, busy, busy beaches this weekend. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Get vaccinated against COVID-19 and you could win a million bucks. Yes, it's real. Governor Gavin Newsom said so on Thursday. The state of California today is announcing the most significant incentive program in the United States of America. We're putting aside more resources than any other state in America and we're making available the largest prizes of any state in America. On drawings that start on June 4th, 30 people will win $50,000. On June 15th, 10 people will get $1.5 million. And not to fear, if you've already been vaccinated, you're already entered into the lottery. Legoland in Carlsbad has just unveiled its largest park edition ever, the Lego Movie World. Here's Legoland California President Kurt Stocks. It's a good sign that things are continuing to improve. I think with, with restrictions easing on the 15th of June, we're, we're going to expect a really, really good summer. You have to get your tickets online and masks and reservations are required. Tonight, the Partnership for a Better San Diego, along with SDG&E and the City of San Diego, will hold an outdoor event in City Heights to connect residents with financial aid programs meant to help pay for rent and utilities. The event will run from 5 to 7.30 tonight at 4265 Fairmount Avenue in City Heights. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. And here I thought the hiking trails were busy. With Memorial Day weekend upon us and the unofficial start of the best season ever, summer, San Diego police and lifeguards are expecting the beaches to get packed with hundreds of thousands of people. If you're going to the beach, be prepared. Here's KPBS's John Carroll with more. Mission Beach on the eve of Memorial Day weekend, a scene of relative calm before the storm. We're expecting large crowds to come out and enjoy beautiful weather, the beautiful beaches. What a difference a year makes, especially when the year in between Memorial Day 2020 and 2021 was marked by the worst pandemic of our lifetime. Last Memorial Day weekend, these parking lots were closed, access to the beach limited. But more and more people are getting vaccinated every day. COVID is fading. So pent-up demand to experience the natural beauty of our beaches is going to mean packed beaches over this holiday weekend. Well, we've, we have uh, increased our staffing considerably. We've brought police officers from throughout the city to come out here and work our beaches. But Wall says police simply want everyone to have a good, safe time. He says that starts by getting here nice and early. But getting here early means more than finding a primo place on the sand. You won't even see the beach if you can't find a place to park, and these lots will fill up very early. These parking lots are only so big. Uh, once they're full, there's no more parking. So uh, bring your patience. 
Other things to keep in mind, no drinking alcohol or smoking on San Diego beaches. If you're going to build a fire, it has to be in one of the fire pits. And whatever you bring in, either dispose of properly or take it with you. And if you or your family plan on going into the water, be aware of conditions. We're making a lot of rescues. The water is very warm. Lieutenant Lonnie Stevens with the San Diego Lifeguard Service says there are a couple of quick, easy things to do to put safety first. Always swim near a lifeguard or in a guarded area. Check in with the lifeguards when you get here. We'll give you those best areas to swim. If you're going to drive a motorized boat and you're under 40, you need to have a boating card. Info on how to find one is at CaliforniaBoaterCard.com. And of course, no drinking while driving a boat. It's really all about shared responsibility. Everyone doing their part to make the unofficial start of summer 2021 a moment to enjoy some great times at the beach, to make memories that will last a lifetime. And that was KPBS's John Carroll. One answer to San Diego's housing crisis may be having the state buy and preserve tracts of affordable housing. That's what local housing advocates are asking for after a new report reveals thousands can't find an affordable place to live. KPBS's Alexandra Von Hell has the story. Tucked between houses and apartments in the busy neighborhood of City Heights is Euclid Court Apartments. Nearly 40 years ago, it was one of the first properties acquired in City Heights with preservation in mind. It has been preserved to be affordable to local working families. Stephen Russell with the San Diego Housing Federation believes preserving affordable homes is one of the answers to San Diego's housing shortage. A recent housing needs report from the California Housing Partnership revealed more than 100,000 low-income renters do not have access to affordable housing. It identified a need for 132,000 homes. There's 132,000 households who are paying far too much for rent. The report comes days after the Conrad Prebis Foundation sold nearly 6,000 affordable homes to Blackstone Group. Russell says if history repeats itself with previous purchases from the group, more than likely those 6,000 units will be upgraded, which then leads to an increase in rent. We would like to see them reinvest in the very communities that they just disinvested from. We'd like to see them put forward uh, resources to help these families stay in place. The Housing Federation is hoping state leaders will help with the housing crisis the county is facing. We're also asking for, for out of the state budget, $500 million fund for acquisition and preservation of existing affordable housing. Laura Fernia with the City Heights Community Development Corporation says even with the eviction moratorium in place, she's still seen families who can't afford rent evicted from their home. A huge problem is that the tenants don't know their rights. Fernia says the City Heights CDC has developed an eviction prevention program. We have weekly workshops about tenant rights so they can learn about what is their right when they get um, a harassment from a landlord or notice from the landlord or something they don't understand. She says those interested in the program can visit housinghelpsd.org. And that reporting from KPBS's Alexandra Von Hell. Mexican Airlines can no longer add new flights to the U.S. That's because the United States Federal Aviation Administration has downgraded Mexico's aviation rating from Category 1 to Category 2. From the Frontetis desk in Hermosillo, KJZZ's Kendall Blust reports. 
The FAA says Mexico failed to meet minimum international air safety oversight standards, but promised to help the country's aviation agency resolve areas of noncompliance. Mexican airlines can continue existing services to the United States, but the downgrade bars them from adding new flights and prevents U.S. carriers from code-sharing with flights operated by Mexican carriers. Mexico's transportation agency says it's committed to working with the FAA to bump its rating back up to Category 1, but added in a public statement that the audit was carried out during a coronavirus outbreak last October when staffing was significantly reduced. And that was KJZZ's Kendall Blust in Hermosillo. Coming up, the VA is lifting some, not all, restrictions at veterans' cemeteries in time for the holiday weekend. We'll have more on that next, just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Days before Memorial Day, the Department of Veterans Affairs is lifting visiting restrictions at the cemeteries that it manages. The pandemic limited the number of people allowed at burials and ceremonies. Still, at many veterans cemeteries, this year's Memorial Day commemorations will be scaled back. Chris Haxel reports for the American Homefront Project. Lynn Rolfe Jr. is a retired Army colonel who volunteers here at Leavenworth National Cemetery in Kansas, where about 40,000 veterans are buried. All the way from Spanish-American War, World War I, World War II, Civil War, and my brother's buried out in Section 58C, Sergeant Rolfe. That's Sergeant John Rolfe, who served a tour of duty in Vietnam. Lynn Rolfe spends weeks preparing for Memorial Day. Typically, hundreds of Boy Scouts would place American flags at every grave. There would be speeches and prayers and a bugler playing taps. That didn't happen last year. At first, Rolf heard everything was canceled, but that was not acceptable. We were able to work with our cemetery director and uh, with all the precautions and all the social distancing and masks and everything else, we were able to have our formal ceremony. We weren't going to not do it. We weren't going to be told, no, you can't. They ended up with a small event that was closed to the public. Only a handful of veterans group representatives were there. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. At this time, if you please stand, John Sullivan, one of our scouts, will offer the Pledge of Allegiance. This year, another small event is planned. With the pandemic receding, the VA did lift restrictions on gatherings, but barely a week before Memorial Day. Too late for Rolf and others to plan a typical full-scale commemoration. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States. The VA also lifted another rule that had limited attendance at burial services to 10 family members. It's been really hard on them because it's, unfortunately, you know, a lot of the families, they don't have the brother and sister or aunts and uncles from Virginia or down in Oklahoma to be able to come back and participate in it. Stacy Unziker says the group aspect of events like Memorial Day is important. Her father was killed in Vietnam nine weeks before she was born. 
I didn't get to ever so much as breathe the same air as my dad. So I tend to take anything honoring our fallen very much to heart. For years, her father's death was something nobody really talked about. Uh, Mostly because my grandparents couldn't accept that dad didn't come home. His body was not viewable, so they didn't have the closure. She likes to honor veterans throughout the year, at events where hundreds of volunteers gather to lay wreaths at gravestones. She says that sense of community has been missing. The official Memorial Day ceremony at Leavenworth will be scaled back this year, but it will be open to the public. And the VA says those who are fully vaccinated don't have to wear masks. Rolf, the retired colonel, encourages people to visit on Memorial Day or any day for a quiet moment of reflection. When you stand up on one of the far hillsides and look down over it, you're just amazed at as the, the beauty of the place. Serene, solemn, but still beautiful. And for people who do visit, Rolf says they'll see a small sign that things are returning to normal. After missing last Memorial Day, the Boy Scouts were allowed back this year. And once again, visitors can expect to see 40,000 small American flags in front of each veteran's gravestone. That was Chris Haxel reporting from Leavenworth, Kansas. This story was produced by the American Homefront Project, a public media collaboration that reports on American military life and veterans. Funding comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. If you're looking for ideas for other things to do this Memorial Day weekend, you can check out the KPBS Arts blog at kpbs.org. Our arts reporters there have everything you'll need for planning a local arts-filled weekend. Beyond that, that's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio, or check out the Midday Edition podcast. You can also watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. And as always, you can find more San Diego News online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great and safe Memorial Day weekend. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.